Hi, my name is Uma. And I'm Parisa, and welcome back to our podcast, Two Bookish Girls. Today, we're going to be reviewing and discussing Six of Crows by Lee Bardugo. Okay, so I think Lee Bardugo is an amazing writer. I love her last name. And it's the way that she develops her characters, too. Like, they're so predictable, but at the same time, they're not predictable. Mm-hmm. Like, like you, if some, that's if a char- so... Yeah, if a character does something, you'd be like, so oh Jesper. my god, that's, that's so, so Jesper. Or that's so Kaz. Yeah. I love their characters, and I also love how the characters are so well-developed, and it also ties into the overall uh, yeah, storyline. Yeah, overall, the theme and the storyline. And I just love her writing style. I love everything yeah. about it. Like, um, I have no words. I think she might be one of my favorite authors. I don't think this makes it into my top five books, does. but I mean, it's definitely it my top seven. I haven't read the second book of the series. It's a duology, so it means there's only two books. And what's your favorite series? It's not Harry Potter, is it? No. Um... Okay, so it's it depends on the day, but usually it's the Hunger Games. I love that. that that's a really that good book series. hits hard. Mm-hmm. It's mine it, kind of cycle between Harry Potter and the Hunger Games. It depends on the mood, but it's mostly the Hunger Games. I'd have to say, yeah. if majority wins, then it's the Hunger Games. Um, I personally like Harry Potter a lot better than the Hunger Games. It's my all time favorite series by far. My entire room is Harry Potter themed. Yeah, Uma's entire room is Harry Potter themed. I have a whole like. Yeah, she yeah. has a shrine dedicated yeah. to Harry Potter. But it's okay, you know, that's just yeah. healthy. Um, but we don't support J.K. Rowling. Yeah, we hate J.K. Rowling over here, so just, yeah. No. Okay, so we're going to – oh, wait, I have to talk about a little more about Six of Crows. So I think this does make it into my top five. Um, I've heard Six of Crows definitely has more romance. I mean, Crooked Kingdom, Crooked Kingdom has more romance than Six of Crows. And that's kind of cool because I do love romance books. Like, definitely probably one of my favorite genres. Yeah. Of- um, I'm a little more than halfway through C- Crooked Kingdom right now. But so far, I think it's ten times better than Six of Crows. Even though Six of Crows is also amazing, I feel like Kaz and Inej's relationship was so much more developed. It was just more like, oh, my God, Inej, my love, versus yeah. Six of Crows. It's like, Inej? Who's that? <laughs> Inej is a spy. That's yeah. all she is. To- she's just, just, you know. Yeah, but I, I really liked Inej and Kaz's little moment at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will have you, Kaz Brecker, with or without armor. I was like, I was Aww. like, ah, I was squealing. I know. So I finished the book like four days ago, and I literally, I was like, I punched the air. I was like, yes, this is what we want. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to get my girl. I'm like, yeah, you are. Yeah, yeah you, you are. are. Mm-hmm. I love Kaz Brecker. I love him I so much. I hope he does get his girl. He, um, he will. Oh, okay. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> Hashtag spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> this is why we cancel I mean, Uma, guys. No, we all expected it. Come on. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. But whatever. We've, um, we've all seen fan art. We've all seen uh, yeah, videos we, on TikTok. Yeah. It's everywhere. Um. Okay, so let's get on to the summary. Yeah. In Ketterdam, a lethal and addictive drug called Jirda Param, I'm pretty sure that's how you pronounce it, is introduced. It's tested on Anya, who is a Grisha healer. So basically, she... um like there was like the it kind of enhanced her powers to make it like it had them manipulate uh human minds which is not normal for a grisha at all a grisha are basically more powered humans so anya is a grisha healer and what she could do is she can manipulate human bones but the Mm. the drug allowed her to manipulate the mind which and the funny thing about this drug is not only that it's very powerful and it definitely manipulates the power of the grisha it's also very addictive so once you start it's very hard to stop and it's especially if that drug is introduced 
to you or you're forcefully given the drug. Yeah, it's very addictive to Grisha and also lethal to non-Grisha. Yeah. So it's not like yeah. you could take it just to if you're not a Grisha, it just doesn't work. There's no power it's, to amplify. It's not just terrible for people who are not Grisha. Okay. So this that's the prologue, I think. Yeah. The character was juiced. He's not one of the Yeah part of the crew so i'm assuming that was the prologue chapter one begins with um jan van eck well it's not i don't think it's chapter one the beginning of the story it begins with jan van eck hiring kaz brecker to break bo yul bayor i think yeah i'm not sure that's how you pronounce that's, it that's how i pronounce it bo yul bayor um yeah i think maybe that's how you pronounce it but anyway so bo yul bayor is the creator of the drug of of the drug Jordan Parem, and uh, there and Kaz and his crew, which we'll introduce to you later, uh, he they're supposed to break him out of prison, and that prison takes place in a very secure place called the Ice Core, and that's in Fierda. I'm not Fierda. 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 Okay, sorry about that. Uh, to prevent they they don't want the secrets of the Jordan Parem from getting out into the world, and the reward. There's a lot of money for the reward, and Kaz Brecker loves money. He is, I'd say Kaz Brecker is a Slytherin. He is a total he's Slytherin. He's so cunning. He, he has, yeah. Okay, people might argue that, he, that he's a Ravenclaw, but I think he's a Slytherin. I think he's a Slytherin because Ravenclaw doesn't mean only being smart. He, mm-hmm. Kaz Brecker, I mean, Kaz he Brecker does value other of, people, yeah, Kaz but Brecker, he values his personal gain a lot more than other people, yeah, or Kaz at least that's Brecker how it's like is in the first book. Extremely driven very cunning and he every little plan is well thought out and mm-hmm. that's what i love about him and it's not saying like slytherins can be dumb and mean that's not what a slytherin no, is no, they're no, very no, no, cunning no. they're yeah, very smart they're they very use smart. their intelligence in a way that only benefits themselves and maybe yeah, others that's but perfect mostly explanation themselves of a slytherin um inej kafa yeah. nina zenik and jesper fahey these are all members of the crew that kaz brecker puts together um, yeah. accompany him on this mission. He chooses them to come and help them. Yeah. So the crew breaks out Matthias Helvar out of Hellgate Prison because he is feared on and he will be very helpful uh, towards getting Boyol yeah. Bayur out of the ice court. And obviously the ice court is in Ferda, so that's why he'd be helpful. And they also recruit Wylan Van Eck, who is Jan Van Eck's son. It's kind of strange, though. Yeah. Definitely estranged. They call him um, Marchling, which is like the ultimate insult oh. in Six of Crows. <laughs> yeah. That it's it's just... I felt bad for him, but I like him. I I liked him a lot better in I like everyone a lot better in the second book. I have read honest. the second book yet. Have I'm you started gonna... it? No. Oh, it's good. It's yeah, really yeah. good. Um, okay. Kaz and his crew board the Fairland, but um Fairland is the is boat. the boat that they board. But Inej gets stabbed by someone who's working for Pekka Roland. Is his name Umen? Yeah, I don't. Then, yeah, it was Uman or something. There was this really gross moment when, like, as kind of like punishment, Kaz kind of like takes out his eyeball and stuffs a handkerchief in, and I'm like, wow. As he should. No one touching Inej without Kaz yeah. having something to say about it. Kaz was like, oh my god, he was like so flustered after this incident. Like that's when I was like, oh, these two are getting together. Yep. Yeah, that's when you know the first button click there was a little bit of sexual tension but then that button clicked and you were like yep there is there is sexual tension throughout the entire yeah but like this was kind of in the beginning yeah okay so whom kaz and his late brother meaning he's dead 
Jordy have a dark history with with Pekka Rollins. They kind or Pekka kind Rollins. of uh, Pekka Rollins. He kind of Pekka what's the word for it? Yeah, screw them over maybe. Yeah. So anyway, um, they yeah. he, he has a very dark history with him, and he's he wants to use that money that Jan Vanek promised them to get Boyobayor out of prison to his advantage to get revenge on um, Pekka uh, Rollins and become the because since. Kaz has a gang. Um, he wants to become the instead of having a rival game, he just wants to be the top dog, and that's what he wants to use the money for. Um, uh, okay, so Inej is stabbed, as we said before, and she's healed with the help of Nina, Nina Zenik, a Grisha heart heart trender. I believe we talked about her a little before. She is also a part of their gang. Um, so yeah. Yeah, little crew. She's a Grisha as well. Um, and powerful, yeah. yeah, Kaz is like, oh yeah, we already talked about Kaz being like, oh my God, nobody could stab Inej. Uh, and he's, he's like, like in love with her. Yeah, he loves but her. Only, but like, no, it no, shows she, more in the second book. A lot of sexual tension between them in the first book. Like a very slow burn. And yeah, I was like, get together already. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. seriously? They yeah. pl- they have some sort of plan to get together at the end of the book. And I'm like, are you serious? And then right when that And then even Kaz is like, I-, I don't even think I could call her my girl. And I'm like, yes, you can. Yes, you can. Okay. Uh, anyway. I'm not a very animated reader, but when I read like people being dumb, like, the selection series, a great example. Yeah. I love him, but should I tell him? I don't know if he loves me. Oh back. no, there's Max no. I literally will die for you. Like, please, just give me. Come an on, ounce golden retriever. What more can you ask yeah. for? Yeah. Uh. Anyway, like all book characters are stupid, and at some point you're like, ah. Sorry. So Matthias kind of likes things to himself. In a chapter, we f- in hit one of his chapters, we figure out. Matthias is. Matthias is a fair fair. fair Sorry, <laughs> how do you fair Fierden? Fierden. Fierden. Um, captive that they yeah that he was, he was a prisoner at Hellgate and they all broke him out to he's very strong too mm-hmm. but Matthias is just part of their crew so he plans to kill Boyulbayor to stop the creation of Yordaparem so he hates Grisha so there is definitely a lot of Grisha um what's he, the word for he's it he's had a lot of conflict prejudice. With- in um prejudice you call it prejudice it's prejudice no it's not okay um well there's definitely a lot of grisha prejudice there you go yeah um there's a lot of grisha prejudice in the parts because obviously grisha are very powerful and you kind of feel inferior because they're you know they're just that powerful yeah so bottom line he doesn't want the grisha to become more powerful than they already are uh, so the crew witnesses some Grisha being burned at a stake, and the a fire is extinguished by wind, and a, one of them is in which extre- doesn't make sense because fire it's is fire. fueled by oxygen. But that's fine. yeah. But any it, it's book logic. Just, it's book logic. Yes. So the there's only one per- person who survives the burning, and they're in like they're in so much pain. So Jasper shoots them. Yeah. Yeah, obviously, to put them out of their misery. Mercy okay. kill. Yeah. Um, okay, so the group is later attacked by Grisha, who are under the influence of Jordan 
parem, meaning they're not acting for themselves. It's because of the drug, which yeah. makes them, as you said before, more powerful it's than like they already feral. are. It's like feral. And they also become feral at the same time. It's not like they're super powerful and they have their consciousness intact. No, they it's like almost like rabies, where they become feral, kind of. I don't think Jiraparam's contagious. It's not. No, but that's what I meant. The symptoms are oh, oh, similar okay. to rabies. Okay, I get it. Mm-hmm. Um, so the crew kills them, obviously, because they're a really powerful crew. And M- Nina kind of recognizes the Grisha, because, again, she's a Grisha. She went to this school full of Grisha. So she and Matthias stayed behind to bury them, which I think was kind of a waste of time. But Yeah, whatever. It was kind of sweet. Yeah. Um, and Matthias funny. and Nina kind of reveal their their desire to have Boyo Bayor dead just for their own personal reasons. Nina, because she doesn't want to see her fellow like, Grisha get again, um, in, inflicted by this terrible drug. And, and Matthias, we explained before, if you don't remember. Matthias just hates Grisha. Yeah, you could always He's go back just, if you like, don't bad. remember. Um, okay. Okay. So yeah, they form a deal to have Yulbay or dead for their own reasons, and yeah. The crew sneaks into the ice core as prisoners, and Kaz, Jesper, and um, Matthias escape. So yeah, they're locked up, and Jesper reveals he's also a Grisha by forming, like, lockpicks out of the the cell bars. So, so Jesper has never really revealed it to anyone, but... It's not, I don't think he necessarily wanted to reveal it. He yeah, just had to. Yeah, just was a fabricator. Um, which, Meaning he can yeah, just he, make things like fabrication. Mm-hmm. So he's of Grisha. materials. He's also Grisha. You did. I actually haven't read Shadow and Bone before this. Yeah, we haven't read Shadow and, and Bone. I, Let's keep that in mind. I don't have the intention of reading it, honestly, because oh. I didn't hear, I haven't heard a lot of good things I've about it. I've heard pretty good things, but also, I know this is bad and you're supposed to read before it comes as a tv series yeah or i know shadow and bones coming to netflix but i don't in don't a couple of years but i yeah. feel like i don't i'm not really interested in reading the grisha trilogy i okay so i've heard some like either really really good things or just don't read it it's very very mixed reviews i haven't i know i heard that if you can i could go without knowing every single little detail i'm really there for the plot and the characters yeah more, more than, than the the easter the history of grisha so yeah they end up breaking the girls out matthias jesper and kaz which are the guys and yeah kaz and, and where Nina, was wylan during this we don't know don't ask me they he escaped with them but like he was kind of just out of the picture he's out of the picture a lot he's probably he does he's the only one Honestly, I feel kind of bad for he. He's the only one who doesn't have his own chapter, but he has a few chapters in Crooked Kingdom, which I really liked. Um, I definitely think he's kind of underrated, but at the same time, he's probably not as I actually, groundbreaking. I actually really powerful. like Wyland, though. He has an interesting past that you'll learn about a little later. Yeah. Um, uh, cool. Where were we? I forget. Okay, okay so they and break- then um, yeah. Kaz and Nina go to look for Yul Bayur. They don't find them, but... Nina finds a torture room for Grisha, and one of the guards' guns goes Go, off, yeah, they, sending guard, the prison into a lockdown. Yeah, a guard sees her, um, the and he's like, Holy gun crap, goes wait. off, and something called, I think it was the Yellow Protocol, mm-hmm. that took that place. That kind of just puts the whole prison into lockdown, so no one can get in or out, which is uh-huh. what lockdown means. So, um, yeah. Okay, so everyone except Kaz meets at the incinerator, and Inej climbs up. And Inej, I lo- Actually, this might just be my favorite part because Inej doesn't give up. Yeah, Inej is such, like, one thing you should know about her. She's such a badass. 
like, Amazing. excuse my language, but insane bro we've we've said badass throughout this podcast at least 20 times now oh, so yeah. i think they're kind of i think they're yeah. used to it um okay so anyways we were talking about how Nedge is like the baddest yeah so this is most uh, definitely from... this is most definitely my favorite part yeah of the she book. she it's the way that i would think Inej way... is a gryffindor uh yeah me too you know it's it, okay she does she... some stuff for personal gain but at the same time she would put her life on the line for any of them and she doesn't give up and she's very loyal to like kaz and everything like my eyes are like wide open during the scene i was like so mesmerized by the fact that she was thinking about her father's words like climbing ash climb. yeah those words really got to me I and when like, i finished oh. reading that part i i Beca- suddenly became aware of my surroundings. Like, I was oh, not in Ketterdam. Shoot. I was in my room, and I got kind of sad. Yeah, Uma should write poems. That was actually really good. I just sat there listening to you. <laughs> okay. Um, I don't like poetry meanwhile, much, but okay. No, same. Uh, meanwhile, Kaz is looking for Pekka Rillins. Rillins? Rollins. Rillins, guys. Uh, Kaz appears just as Jesper starts to climb up the incinerator. Um, oh, yeah. By the way, we, 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 really we missed this part. So Inej drops the rope for everybody to climb up. Everyone yeah. climbs up except Jesper, who's waiting for Kaz, and he is late to climb up the incinerator what because... What would you say uh, Jesper is? Jesper is hilarious. I'd say it could be a Hufflepuff. Nah, I don't, no, no, no. He's definitely not a Hufflepuff. He's always looking for trouble. That's... I mean, they're just... it's They're kind, but never. nobody said they couldn't be mischievous. I don't think he'd be a Gryffindor. He could be. Uh... He's not a Ravenclaw. Not a definitely uh-uh. not definitely not a Slytherin. Those people do things for their own gain. Getting yourself into trouble does not help your gain. Probably either Hufflepuff or Gryffindor. Yeah, he's. I think he's a Hufflepuff. I don't know. I don't think he's because he's mischievous. Nobody ever said something about. It's not like they're Holy Grail people, right? Hufflepuffs. No, he does care about others. Yeah. So yeah, that's yeah, yeah. He might be a Hufflepuff. Okay. So meanwhile, Kaz. Like I said, he was looking for Pekka Rollins, and he appears just in the nick of time. Inej, and because he perfect. thought Pekka Rollins had something to do with this Boyle Bayer mission. Um, mm, yeah. Okay. So yeah, Anyways. they all um, get out of the thing alive. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Inej and Nina sneak into a holiday party as guests to further continue their mission. Nina flirts her way through, but Inej, okay, Inej is not as um. She has this weird tattoo scar, yeah, which kind of made her seem suspicious. So she was forced to stay behind. I mean, okay, for the time she's being. probably very good at what she does, but I think Nina killed that scene, like that whole. Oh yeah, she was and like Nina was a total queen. Yeah, she was oh like, my God. oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't really remember exactly what she said, but I don't my think anybody could have done for, it better. My respect for Nina throughout the book went up, up, up. Yeah, yeah. At the beginning, I was like, oh. Okay, uh, at the beginning, I was like, oh, okay, Nina. Nina Zenick. Okay. But then at the end, I was like, like Nina Zenick. Nina Zenick. Yeah. Okay. Um. So, Kaz and Matthias get in as guards, and Wyland and Jesper are breaking the metal chain that holds the gate to the castle. This is why. This is while um they're in the party in Nina. Mm-hmm. They succeed in the alarm sounds. But um, while doing this, Inej comes across he- uh, Helene. Helene. Helene, I don't know, who she hasn't seen in a really long time. She's a menagerie madame who recognizes her. She's like, oh, Ine- Inej. Inej. Inej Kappa. Um, so Helene explains to the guards that she works for Kaz Brecker now, 
and he should he be should be around here somewhere. But after they hear the alarm, you know, Jesper and Wyland triggered that. Uh, they all get distracted. So uh, meanwhile, Nina comes across Yarrow Brum. I think that's how you yeah. Broom. Broom. Yeah, Broom. And Jarrow. he tr- and he, she and she tries to use him to reveal the location of Bolu Bayor. Uh, he she pretends to one not be a Grisha, and she pretends to. To, to be like, be like oh, interested in him, I want to see a Grisha in person. Yeah, yeah. Interested in like his craft and be like, oh yeah, you have Grisha yeah. that I can see. So Brom takes her to a treasury where Nina is sure Yobayer is. And again, Nina wants him dead, but Kaz, Inej, Jesper, and Wyland want him alive. But Nina and Matthias have their own path to have him dead. Nina tries to seduce him, but he captures her because he totally sees through the act. Because, you know, he wouldn't be this good if he didn't have some tricks up his Mm -hmm. sleeve, right? Um, And Matthias does end up rescuing her with an ingenious plan of deception. Even though Matthias hates Grisha, he's kind of grown to like Nina because they've been together for so long. So at the beginning, he's like, oh my god. If we're going to talk about sexual tension. Yeah. If you're going to. Especially in the beginning of. At the end of Six of Crows and the beginning of Crooked Kingdom. Oh my god. I was like. Okay. They need to get together. They literally. They really do. They, um, yeah. Okay. Um. And it's it's a fact that they did argue a bunch too because Matthias is a total hater and Nina is a Grisha. Yeah. But you can what, see the problem there. Yeah. M- what Matthias basically does is he pretends to agree with Brum. He's like, oh, I hate Grisha. We should totally lock her. I up. don't know. I always and at compared. The last second, I always compared Matthias to the grumpy old troll. Who lives yeah. under the bridge? I have this house on my street. We call them the Grumpies, and that's what I compare him to, like the dad at the Grumpies. They're they just never come out. But that's, oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Okay, so yeah, we we. But y'all, they do find out that Yalbayur is actually dead, and his son Kue. Kuwait. Yeah, is being for Kuwait. I think that's how you pronounce it. Yeah. I'm not sure though. Uh, but he is being forced into making and producing Juriparam all Kuh- over I, again. Kuwait does not really agree with this, but it's just ca- yeah, kind a, of. He's a little boy. He's yeah. Really... He's in the line of hierarchy. His dad died, so now he just has. Mm-hmm. He has to be in charge because it's a hierarchy, but there's definitely other people pulling the strings behind him. Uh, yeah. Because um, he is just a little kid. After deliberation, um, so, some of them just want to kill Kuwait and just be like, okay, kill, yeah. kill the hierarchy and send them into chaos. But um, they take Kuwait to Kaz, who uses an explosive, and he finds a spring, which they can escape. Yeah. Okay. So, so Kuwait- that was kind of a very action-packed scene, but basically they find Kuwait and they find a way out of the castle and the palace, and they kind of try to get to the docks so they can leave. Yeah, so Kue gives Nina a dose of Parem to help fight what? No, wait, yeah. never mind. Uh, to help fight off the Driskill, I think that's how you pronounce it. Dris- yeah, Driskill. Driskill. It has like a well, double thing over the U. It has some kind of accent. Um, so Driskill were waiting at, um, waiting for them at the docks. And Finally, when they thought they were in the clear, they were like, okay, let's yeah. just go. So Kue gives her like a, a dose of the drug. Which you know again is gives, very addicting. Yeah, make Grisha more powerful, so that helps kind of help, helps fight, fight off the Dreskel waiting for them at the docks. Um, 
So upon their arrival at Ketterdam, uh, Jan Van Eck meets the dregs on, on an island and says he has no intention of paying them re- their rewards. So he just, he, he kind of screws them up. He, he cheats, she, he cheats them. He's like, oh, yeah, give me all this information and try to stop this process. And in reward, I might give you a big cash prize. And then they do it. And he's like, no. But also on the boat, one of my favorite scenes, a Kazany Nej moment. Yeah. Kaz kind of confesses. It's like, I do. I love you. Well, he doesn't say I love you out front. He's like, actually, he says, I want you. And she kind of, kind of gives him this monologue. And I'm like, Inej, just stop. I love you. I love you so much. Just let it happen. Just let it happen. Yeah. Go with the flow. Peer pressure. We are but I love I, I love that I love that I will have you Kaz Brecker with or without armor I think that's what it was yeah it, that's that's awesome. what it was it was probably the most wholesome I love but it. like not wholesome because it's like a spy and a gang lord but uh very wholesome for them I think for them <laughs> I want you mm-hmm. it's just it, Ka- nobody has I, I I hope this is not too abrupt but I, I want, want you, you. I I would have been like. Hold on. Back it up. What? And then Inez just like kind of embarrasses him a little bit. He she goes and into like, this and whole she's like, rant. And, and how will you have me? I mean, what 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 is your great plan? Like, but yeah. What's your grand of... plan? Okay, so he plans to kill them and he actually tells them, Oh, I had no intention of keeping you alive, and he plans to kill them with Grisha, with the Judah Perrin influenced. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Inej is kidnapped and Kaz is given a deal. Deliver Kuwait in a week and Inej lives. And they have a week before Inej deliver starts. Deliver Kuwait to, to Jan Vanek. Yeah. And, um, and then they have seven days until Inej starts getting tortured. And Kaz is like, no, I can't have Inej yeah. get tortured. At, at this point, you know that they have feelings for each other. Or at least they have a very, very special friendship. It, it's definitely not just one-sided. I had some kind of feeling it was yeah. one-sided at one point. I'm like, wait, no, 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 no. That's Okay, not how in the works. beginning, I thought Inej was kind of crushing more. But, like... Then it was definitely Kaz. After that, it was just... Like, tor- like the beginning slash middle when i thought it was kind of one-sided mm-hmm. but like i soon figured out like no this is not how ya books work it's never one-sided it's usually it's, not it's one-sided. always two-sided but just one of them is too afraid or has commitment issues in that case that kind of came the person i thought you know really liked cats but whatever i totally okay. read that whole thing wrong i was like inej is hopelessly in love with cats. you know what's really annoying when you zone out for two paragraphs and you yeah. have no idea what's going it's like <sighs> what it's just two paragraphs and i could read the whole book and be the most insignificant things i skipped those two paragraphs and also and another like, thing i could breeze through a 600 page book in the span of two days i cannot for my life read a book for school over the summer and it's oh my only God, like two I've... or three hundred pages it's okay i can read 200 pages and probably the span of 30 minutes 30 but, minutes yeah okay i'm Jeez. a really fast reader that's my thing i can like speed speed through books like that's my talent i'm a fast reader but i'm not that fast um oh yeah my, God. my eyes just go like it, they kind of blur and they go really fast maybe that's why your eyesight's so bad <laughs> no i repel your idea okay um so basically cash 
Kaz is like, well, I don't want to have to give in Kuwait because that's a life for a life. And Inej wouldn't really agree with that either. So uh, Kaz asks the crew to help get her back. And they obviously all say yes. Mm -hmm. And so then they take out a loan from Pekka Rowland, who, you know, they have bad blood between them. But I guess they kind of yeah, just had to do what they had to yeah, do in the moment. And at this point, Inej is, isn't just a member, another member of their crew. Yeah, she's, Maybe not to Matthias, but for Jesper, Nina, and Kaz... She's they're like a family. really like a really great friend. She's like kind of at some point in time she was like kind of the glue that kept them together and she's definitely very new much. Yeah. She definitely had that very not motherly sense but that kind of uh that aura to her like very badass but at the same time motherly. Yeah, very Mama loving. Mhm. Mama Newt vibes. Um so obviously everyone is so ec- not ecstatic. They're like I'm ready for the challenge when they have to get Inej back. They're determined. Yeah, they're very it's determined. Work for it. So, yeah, Kaz asked the crew to help her back. We said before, obviously, they say yes, and they take out a loan from Pekka so they can get Inej back. Okay, we already said she that. She kind of makes a deal with Pekka Rollins. Okay, so that's Six of Crows. You won't see if they get Inej back or not until Crooked Kingdom. Hopefully next week, we're going to try discussing a few things. We actually don't have them written down like yesterday because we're not organized. Uh, but whatever. It's fine. Okay, so what? who is your favorite character in all of this? I think Inej. Same. I really love Inej. Okay, mine would either be Inej or Kaz. Because even though, okay, everybody thinks I'm a different house. I think Uma thinks I'm a Ravenclaw. I've heard that a lot. Yeah, you. I think you're a Ravenclaw. Um, I have been a Gryffindor since I was little, but I've been taking the test like more recently, and I'm almost 50-50 Gryffindor and Slytherin. So I'd say probably the character I relate. Are you just saying you're a Slytherin, or are you actually a Slytherin? No, I am. Okay. It's, it's the drive for wanting to be friends with people that can help you in higher places in life. It's, it's, okay, I'll explain after. That was a really awkward silence. Oh, trust me. Let me, because Harry Potter literally just became a, let me go on a, a little rant here. Oh my god, it, it became on, so much. It became a little trend, and the people that don't even, like, read the books, and they still call me a nerd for reading the books, but they'll watch on the movie and be like, Draco Malfoy. Oh my god, I love all Draco say that they're Malfoy. Southerns. And Draco Malfoy, canon Draco, is terrible. Fan and Draco oh, might yeah, be, like, he's great. misunderstood and everything. And people but- are like... Well, you know, he didn't have a choice. And I was like, he was not racist because he didn't have a choice. I mean, Draco Malfoy was, like, just full-on wizard racist. Yeah. Like, he what? was just not... I mean, Tom Felton is an amazing person. But yeah, Draco, obviously. on the other hand, is terrible. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what, like... And a lot of people have been saying, oh, yeah, I'm a Slytherin, Slytherin. I got Slytherin once when I was, like, seven. And I almost started crying. I was like, there's no way you can be a Slytherin. <laughs> I don't want to be a Slytherin. It was my worst fear. When I watched, I mean, I didn't. I used watch to bully Sara for being Slytherin. <laughs> Sara's my little sister. She, I don't see her as a Slytherin, but she somehow keeps getting Slytherin. I see her as a Hufflepuff. Totally. I see her. No, I see her as a Slytherin. I don't know why she has that more meanness that like. I mean, I don't see her as. Actually, no, no. I think I see her as a Hufflepuff, not because she has, a, has Hufflepuff qualities. I don't see her in any house, and you She's know, kind of like need, divergent. <laughs> crossover yeah, crossover but no no no. but helga hufflepuff takes everybody who doesn't belong in any house so maybe sarah's a hufflepuff but i've been get i've always thought I, i've always thought i was a hufflepuff but i took the pottermore quiz twice and i got ravenclaw 
And then I took it again on a different site with not so obvious questions, and I got Ravenclaw again. Mm, so I definitely see her as a Ravenclaw. Now I don't. I mean, I guess they're not really book smart. They're more like witty. And um, Ravenclaws can definitely be very book smart. I know. But they're also but- very witty. That's the reason I wouldn't. I mean, okay, I'm witty, but my street smarts are. I just don't have them. Whereas Uma is really street smart. I think I'm the- just stupid when it comes to street smarts. But I'm like <laughs> really book smart. Really book smart. I'm You're just, really book smart. I'm I'm neither. No, you but are. But I think there's a difference between You're smart. Than me. There's a difference between smart and wise. Yeah, she's wise. I'm, she makes wise decisions. Um, who was that guy? Um, the wise person in some kind of thing. Ah, the wise person. <laughs> feeling uh, feeling feeling really nice. The wise person here. Okay. Okay. So let, let's just anyway. keep moving on. We, I went on a little rant there about fake Harry Potter people. But um, so your favorite character is Nej. I said mine was Kaz because I can kind of relate to him. He kind of so. does everything for his own gain. <laughs> and, um, you know. Same okay, okay, okay. I get it. I really like Inej because I think she really. She's a badass. She it? One, she's a badass. Two, her she takes like her loved developed. ones, for example, her dad. Whenever she's in some kind of situation, she stops and thinks. Yeah. Like yeah. she she doesn't act on impulse, which I think is really important if you want to get through something. Mm-hmm. Um so that, like, the main character in Six of Crows is obviously Kaz Becker. I love Kaz too. And which is great because we finally have a main character that thinks things through. Like I don't think things through like, but come on, Tom. Sometimes sometimes, you know, if I was the main character, I would probably do the same thing, but looking back, cough cough, Thomas, cough cough. Cough, cough, Harry Potter in that envelope. I would have done the same exact thing, Just but still. Just take the envelope off the floor. This is why you're not in Ravenclaw, Harry. The reason. I love you, Harry, but you're not in... Yeah, it's just not a Ravenclaw sometimes. Harry! He could have just used a gun. to like, been over in one book. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Did you see the Harry Potter, how it should have been ended? Yeah. Hmm. Muggle weapons. <laughs> <laughs> and he knew about them, too. He literally it's went like... to muggle school for 11 years. He used Just none of his muggle weapons. Well knowledge okay so um which character do you relate to the most this is kind of my thoughts no uh i already said it cash 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 i don't relate to any of them i relate to cash out of the most like your personality i relate to cash (laughs) your personality type is most like jess why no i don't know here, Uma is more the motherly type, so I'd say kind of Inej, but, like, not Inej. But Maybe Inej. I see Wylan or Jesper or Inej, but, like, the least Like, Inej. literally, not, not, not Nina. Not, no, definitely not Nina. <laughs> Nina. Nina. Um, Nina Zenik. Nina. I'm sorry, Nina is such a funny name. Nina is fan art. She's gorgeous. She's literally, like, God. Oh my god. She she is, but not like whatever. Yeah, well, you know what we mean. Um, if you had to change one thing about the ending or any of the parts in the book, what would you change? Um remember you guys, you could just stop the podcast and you know answer these questions. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just tell me, tell us what you think. I think um Naj and Cash should have like at least gotten together a once. That's the only thing I would change about this book. Okay, maybe oh it could have gone a little more to the point i think there was a lot of unnecessary fighting all the time 
They're, okay, there could have no, been no, a little no, that's, less that, That's what made the book interesting. That's true, but there could have been a little less fighting and maybe a little more romance, okay? A yeah. little more. But what I kind of liked about this book was I, I like I kind of like the lack of romance for a change. I don't know. Mm, that's true. Whatever. I'm a cheesy, hopeless but romantic. So am I, though. That I hate love. No, no, no. I love. I hate I love, love romance. But I'm but like, like a hopeless romantic at the like, same time. Like there's that Netflix categories for you then. TV shows for hopeless romantics. <laughs> yeah, I, I that. Mm. Um, but what else would I change? I I'd say I know. I'd say the characters besides Matthias. I think they should have some more flaws in them. Yeah. Um, just a few. I, I think they have some. Kaz yeah. Brecker seems like he is invincible. I definitely think Kaz Brecker should. Okay, Kaz and Inej specifically. Should have a couple more things that make them. We already love them. They're, they're already our two favorite characters, but I'd like to see Kaz's breaking point. Yeah, some vulnerability somewhere because you obviously know that Kaz did not have. Twinkle Toe's amazing past. And you also, you know what I want to see? Like, I know Inej doesn't give up, but I want to see Inej on the verge of giving up and yeah, Kaz and Kaz, be, and Kaz being like, don't give up. Blah, that blah, would blah. be so cute. I want the, the see, whole pep speech, whereas Inej usually is the I, one that does the pep talk. Yeah. I want Kaz to give Inej a pep talk instead yeah. of Inej giving Kaz a pep talk. Inej gives everyone I, a pep I, talk. I want it's more, like her favorite thing to do. I just want more pep talks. I love pep talks. That's all I want. But not from Inej. I, yeah, not from Inej. Anybody, no more pep You know what I want to see? A pep talk from Matthias. <laughs> Grisha, bad. <laughs> Kill Grisha. That I would... think he'd be a very Minho type character. <laughs> be careful. Don't die. Be careful. Don't die. Come on. And I think Minho was really good by saying that. You know, he really, really just got... We were all bloody inspired. Yeah, all bloody inspired by that. Yeah. Just... Okay. In every book review, we will manage to bring in Harry Potter and the Maze Runner. And, and, like, everything else, like, yeah. whatever books we're doing a crossover. Like, I brought up Divergent, like, And we not ago. not an episode goes by without us mentioning Harry Potter. Like, we always say, oh, this, this person gives us Hufflepuff vibes or Slytherin vibes. Okay, and last question. If you had to rate this book out of 10, how would you rate it? Uh, Just this book. It's up Crooked there. Kingdom. It's up there. 8 or 9 out of 10. I would give this a solid 8.85. What? A solid 8.85. 8.85. Would you care to explain? 8.85 because I don't think it's a 9. Like, it's not all the way up there. I feel like Crooked Kingdom is going to be better with all I've heard. Oh, yeah. And Mm -hmm. I hope Crooked Kingdom is going to be better. So I'm on that. So that's why I'm not giving it a 9 yet. And 8.85 because there definitely was a little lack of romance. And the characters could have had some more vulnerability. That's the only thing. Thank you for listening to this week's podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. And um, so if you need to reach out to us, if you want to ask any questions, we're available. We're always available. We'll be able to see your message at some point. You could. Yeah. We haven't checked our email in a while. So your best bet is probably not to email us, but to reach out to us on Instagram or Twitter. So you can tweet me. Yeah, it'll be in our description, but we'll say it to you anyway. Our Instagram is two.bookish.girls. Our Twitter is two underscore bookish. If you have any recommendations, any of your yeah, favorite feel books. free to DM us or just any like criticism too, like whatever you yeah, feel like, like we could do better, of course, or something that you'd like us to add, maybe another segment. But yeah, okay. And tell us what do you think about the, the length 
of our Oh, yeah, episodes. or the length of our podcast. If they're too long, tell us. We could try to shorten them. If they're too short, we could try to – actually, no. We're not going to make them longer. <laughs> we don't have that kind of time. <laughs> okay, but um, thank you guys for listening again, and bye.